She loves me for my twang and a hello to you. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. That was Luke and Meg's rendition of Mason Ramsey, the Yodel Kids uh, song Twang. Yeah. Which we vaguely remember, but not enough to know the other lyric. Um, but now we'll play the uh, the actual intro. Weekend ready. It's Friday. Yes. What are you doing, Meg, um, this weekend? Now, go. I, now, go. Ha, I want to uh, have a wind down because I'm tired. I thought you were about to say have a wank. I was like, just... <laughs> you were like, have a... And I was like, no. <laughs> no. No, not like that. I was like, she's stressed out, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Darcy from our uh, Luke and Meg Patreon Discord, which you can join on the upper tier of the Patreon, said uh, he wants definitely wants a wind down weekend. He had the busiest three weeks or so. That in years, I kind of agree with that sentiment. I'm keen for a wind down. Yeah. Turning up last weekend was honestly exhausting. Yeah. Uh, but I did it because I'm, a, you know, I respect the game and I respect the wheel. Yeah. I uh, actually did some super hardcore knitting. You did. I, I did. Came home and a few people messaged me saying, "Excuse me, Luke, you just filmed Meg knitting on the couch on a Saturday night." Would this be considered a wind down? And I was like, you've clearly never seen Meg knit. I went through <laughs> a yarn and a half. If that's not of turning up. Knitting in a matter of hours, which is phenomenal. And Georgina uh, Humphreys, who's a comedian who's living with us at the moment, she finger knitted. Uh, <laughs> around some, the kitchen. Around, like, a bit of wool so long that it fit all the way around their entire kitchen and living area space. <laughs> so you try and tell me that that's winding down. I literally left uh, to do a show in Geelong. Four hours later, I came back and there was just wool everywhere. Yeah. Now, picture picture this, especially for audio listeners. You've got a ball of yarn. You're knitting. It's seemingly a very wind-down-ish activity, right? Pop around the twist with uh, a music remix on while you're knitting. Okay. All of a sudden. Picturing that's the equivalent of having 20 shots in a nightclub. A, a, a little pop pill of ecstasy. That is the equivalent. You think listening to the Around the Twist remix... While knitting... Is like being on ecstasy. Yes. I've never done drugs, so I actually... I haven't done ecstasy, so I, I don't actually <laughs> know. But I'm assuming that's what people on ecstasy feel. <laughs> um, that's actually shocked a lot of people. Uh a lot of people now think I do drugs. I posted that clip from my special last night, which, by the way, thank you so much for checking <laughs> out. Um, and now people think no. I do drugs. Do they actually? Yeah, because in the um, special, I joke about it. So, yeah. like, so they watched a comedy special. Yeah. And um, and they saw a joke, and then now, obviously, they take it seriously because it's why? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> why wouldn't you take? A, a, why wouldn't you take? Verbatim everything a comedian says on stage seriously. <laughs> Literally walk on stage, there's a guy who says he's a drug dealer in the front row, and then he goes, oh, no way, I'm a plumber, because he backtracks, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then it was a wild start, I'm not going to lie. It was weird. It was incredible being a part of that, though. I was so grateful. Watching that happen was incredible. When you I walked, walked out straight on stage, bang, like immediately. It was crazy. The relief that flooded over me as soon as he said that, when he's like, oh, fuck it, I'm a drug dealer. I was like, you king. I was like, I needed someone to just 
You know, because like when a show gets off to such a hot start like that, everyone in the crowd is just on. It's just like, as soon as you said that, everyone mm. was just like, we're cooking with gas here. Yeah. And then I just rode that and ended up being a great show, which is the one we obviously yeah, uploaded obviously, it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, let's spin Sorry. the wheel first. Everyone oh, yeah. in the Discord, yeah. literally everyone who I replied wanted a wind down tom wind down for sure david wind down it's been a long week yep. andy wind down i need to sleep right uh uncle whitey i did an 80 hour week for dream hack i want to chill at home not a single person wants to turn up meg spin the wheel but god i'm nervous come on wheel you good thing Give us the relaxing weekend Please. we all need. Come on, It's coming man. into winter. Oh, no one wants to turn oh. up. Thank the Lord. Y'all, I hit my, myself Guys, in the head then. Sorry, um, that was a little too sorry. Uh, turned, turned up, up, that reaction. It was yeah. a wind down. Let's all relax. Uh, uh, which one's the buzzer? Nice. I don't think we have the speaker. It's all right. I'm imagining what this music is like and it's soothing my soul. Yeah. Lovely. Well, now that everyone's calmed down, Luke, are you calm? Hang on. Yep. Yep. Now you're calm? Yep. Good boy. Ready. Ready? Um, Ready? So I guess where should we start? I thank you for the comedy special love uh, people have been giving it. Um, At the moment when we're recording this, I don't know what it's going to be when this comes out because it's going up like heaps every day. It is on uh, 75,000 views, which is crazy. Really? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, and the last time I checked, it was on 40. Yeah. Well, it's genuinely been uh, the most well-received thing I've ever done. And I'm very grateful. That's good. <laughs> and I'm very relieved. Because yeah. what about if um, no one liked it? I would have been like, mm. oh, geez, I really, um, I really misread that. Yeah, that would have <laughs> that would have sucked. <laughs> I wasn't like, expecting that one. Ah, yeah. yeah. I don't know why I'm surprised. Like, I'm not. But I, I'm just like kind of like glad everyone likes it, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we talk, talked about it a little more in depth on the bonus Patreon episode already on Monday. Uh, but obviously it wasn't out last week when this, oh no, it just come out. But I didn't, we yeah. were pre-recorded. It. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what to say, but it was great. Okay. And the comments have been lovely. All the messages I've been getting have been very lovely and I've been trying to respond to as many as possible. Yeah. And a bunch of new people have just stumbled across it. That was like almost yeah. the coolest part is some people just click on random stuff on YouTube and I forget about that. A lot of people go a on that website. A lot of people website. in the world doing that. Yeah. Yep. And a lot of new people have uh, gone, man, just never heard of you, watch special, can't wait to come to a show. And I'm that's like, really, that's actually awesome. So good. That they've seen the special and they've, that's all, that's really cool. Yeah. Anyway, good job, bud. Thank you, mate. A uh, little bit of a high five. Thanks. But all right, how was well, your week? I was sick. I was a bit of a sicky bean. All Fully right, sick, though. Fully sick. Yes. Living same as uh, our, our mate Georgina is staying with us. She's a Brisbane comedian. Yeah. Uh, we, we've been sick together. Uh, fully sick. You. Um, and last night we just went a little bit uh, crazy because we had to work as well. We were working. We were getting that uh, merch merchandise shoot for the new merch for the Happy Hour Two already. Um, and we kept having to take multiple dance breaks to try and mm, get back in the mood. You know. I came home to a strange energy. As well, I yeah, I was vigorously Fortnite dancing, which no, that wasn't the strange. I part. have found out I am deeply afraid of 
I have an anxiety towards aggressive Fortnite moves. Yes. And Luke found this out in the strangest way. I think I was just sitting on the couch and you were like, oh, this will be a good one. And you just start doing a bunch of like just super vigorous and uh, aggressive moves. If you pop a gritty Didn't like it. in front of Meg at times eight speed, she panics. I don't know why and though. it's wild. Oh, well, it just instills this fear in Even me. Even like the take the L one, like the... Oh, nah, that's the, that's one of the worst. That and the hammer one. Oh. Um, for video, I, can, I guess I can give an example for video watchers. For audio listeners, you just kind of have to hear how furiously I'm, like, furiously I'm about to gritty. I'll do the Get full gritty. This with. is how the Meg hates this. Oh, no. I'm going to take my phone out of my pocket because it's going to get hectic in here. It, okay. it does. It I'm really grittying in three, two, one. No, see, I don't like it. All right, we're done. You can – no, sit back down. Oh, that's – that one, that one. The, the dance that monkey? One. You don't like the Tones and I dance monkey emote? Why does it make me feel like this? Yeah. What I've never had this happen. What was great was um, everyone's been doing it to you whenever we go out now. People know it. Meg don't like fast grittying. So they, and just, they see me and they're like, hey, Meg. And I'm like, yeah. And then they'll just start <laughs> doing it. The dogs. Yeah. That's probably actually, I just realized, one of the most humiliating things I've ever done as an adult on camera. <laughs> and that is truly saying something. <laughs> Because I've done a lot of debatable shit on camera before. <laughs> a lot, a lot. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm actually grateful that most people listen to this on audio so, so because fun. that's something I never wanted. No, I feel like each week we're pushing have, a couple more, though, over to the video just for people to go, I need to just I need see to this. See the fast gritty. Yeah. <laughs> it was really fast. It was really fast. Yeah. We're well, literally one of the fastest gritties. He's literally popping the fast gritty right oh now. Oh my God. He he's, is literally fast. He's gritty on the podcast. He's gritty. Oh my God. He's popping a gritty on the podcast. I can't speak. Anyway. Now, we need to uh, address the reason why a lot of people probably tuned into this episode, which is uh, the dishwashing, uh, the dishwasher unpacking saga. Yes. That uh, So last week on the pod, if you didn't hear, uh, Meg made a very bold claim. She said that she could unpack a dishwasher in under 40 seconds. Yeah. It never takes me any more than probably 40 seconds. To unpack the whole dishwasher? Yeah. Mate, oh, you know what? we got to go downstairs and time <laughs> you. You would not be able to do it in 40 seconds. I reckon I could. A full dishwasher. A full dishwasher. <laughs> Which is a crazy thing to say on a podcast because I love throwing out crazy things into the world yep. more than like, probably more than most people even. But I, you said that and I, I don't know. I've been in this game a long time, Meg. And when I, sometimes I hear something that's so bold that I'm like, we, you either need to, there's two things that could happen. Mm-hmm. You either need to take it back or you, you need to prove it. And you opted for prove it. I, was, I opted for prove it. <laughs> even though I was sick, I was like, no, nah, screw it. Luke's like, no, we can do it next week. And I was like, no. We need to do it now. So <laughs> this morning we woke up, uh, we got the kitchen ready. Yep. And by that, I mean, I finally had to put on the dishwasher, which I'd been putting off for about a day anyway. Yeah. Uh, these were the rules. Full load, mm-hmm. uh, but not nothing crazy, like standard, just yep. what you'd usually have if it was fully packed. Yeah. Well, we did break the dishwasher initially, so we had to take a few things out because yep, yep. it was too heavy. So uh, without further ado, I know there's a lot of people who have been waiting for these results 
uh, I guess I'll cut to our live cross, which happened. Well, not live. Our, <laughs> our pre-recorded cross that happened in the kitchen earlier today. We just pick up the camera and run downstairs now. <laughs> go, go, go. Welcome back to another thrilling Luke and Meg saga. Today, 23-year-old athletic weapon and international supermodel Meg Archibald will be attempting to unpack a dishwasher in under 40 seconds. The rules are simple. Everything must go back in its rightful place. Mugs, glasses, plates and cutlery. And smashing anything is an automatic disqualification. We now throw to Luke Kidgel in the field who will commentate this historical event. The excitement but is electric. Gee willy folks, I am excited. Welcome back to the Dishwashing Unpacking Hi. Championships. I'm your host Luke Kidgel. Today we're in the kitchen next to the dishwasher which is fully loaded. Meg thinks she can unload it in 40 seconds. Yep. How are you feeling Meg? Well, very confident because I can so... I have nothing to worry about, do I? Okay, great. I said 40 seconds. Yeah, and how are you feeling about the load? We, we said standard load. Yeah. Um, that's the bottom. I reckon you've got... Look, look, Lukey, I've taken bigger loads, mate, so... Okay, that's disgusting. There's four big plates, three yeah. little plates. We've got a fair five bowls in there. Yeah. All the cutlery pretty fully loaded. Yeah. Up the top rack, we have, I would say, six mugs, three glasses, and... Weirdly, three pairs of tongs. Oh, and another thing to note for people listening at home, Reese is wearing really cool Yoda socks. Yeah, they're really cool Yoda socks. So I, I don't know if that I will come into play during the dishwashing unpacking, but I, it's just something to be aware of. Just to note as well, I did think when he first walked in they were old avocados, but then I thought, no, <laughs> why would anyone put an old avocado on a sock? Yeah. Much, much better Yoda, Yoda. Yoda does look like an avocado with ears and eyes. Yeah. Another fun thing to note, but that's not what we're here for. So, um, nah. if you're a punter, what the odds be? If nah. you get it under one minute 30, I'll be very impressed. 90 seconds will impress me. Yeah. You think you can do 40? Yeah. Literally, no one in the comments, I think one person thought you could do it. Are you regretting your big call? Nah, good, Meg. This is you and your element. This is you and your prime. Right. The people at home want you to win. All right, this time I'll start the watch. Three, two, one. Go. The watch has started and the plates are out within three seconds. Holy dooly, that is a quick start. Oh my god. And she is running the plates to the thing. The bowls are away. All the plates are away. She's got three more bowls to go. She's at 20 seconds halfway. The mugs are away. All the mugs are away within seven seconds. A seven-second mug run. That is literally a vine, ladies and gentlemen, with the mugs. The tongs are in the bag. She's at the 40-second mark. She's just hit it then, but I still think she can go sub 90 seconds here. The cutlery sorting is taking place. Forks are done. Knives are in. It's a lot of coarse language coming from the cutlery station right now. She is not happy. Time, you did it at 58. It wasn't exactly what I wanted. Holy crap, that was fast. Congratulations. How are you feeling? That's way faster than I thought you would do it. I'm not going to lie. I, I knew I wasn't going to get the 40 seconds. I knew it, like, come on now. As soon as I saw it, I was like, that is inhuman. Inhuman. Inhumane? Inhuman. Inhuman-like? Inhuman-like. 
Oh god, cat reflexes. In the end, the 17 years of washing up training somewhat paid off. And I can put it no better than in the words of Meg's own mother. She's not much of a stacker, but fuck me, she's quite the unpacker. Luke, I think it's about time for a celebratory popper. Fuck me. You are record, Meg Archibald. Thank you very much. I forgot to close the dishwasher before I popped that off. <laughs> and now we have confetti in our dishwasher. <laughs> Back to you in the studio. Thank you. Well, there you have it. Thank you. A very impressive time. I will admit, I have to concede, I didn't think you'd be able to do under 90. Oh, me neither. (laughs) Even under two minutes, I'm impressed with it because that's what I was trying to do the other day. I set the microwave two minutes and then my girl was like, if I can get it done under two minutes, that's a win. Yes. But I whipped out a move straight from the get-go that – you, it just took you by surprise, which was I have the ability to pick up pretty much all of the plates in one hit and put them on the bench, which cuts out, as we know, about a majority of the time. So Yeah, I just do it on slow mode. I go, ooh, a mug. Do, 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 do. Mug away. It, I, I am curious now, though, to see if I can train you to. I don't reckon I could do it as fast as you. I reckon now watching you do it, I think now I could probably do sub 90 because I just thought that takes way longer in my head. And then I watched you do it and I was like, okay, maybe it doesn't take that long to just put away like eight plates, six <laughs> bowls, a bit of cutlery and some mugs. Like, and then uh, the, the, what was the, the game changer? And it definitely took another four seconds was the three tongs. Yeah. Which is a curveball because that's not that's not an everyday. Oh no, the three tongs were easy because it went in the cutlery. The thing that threw me where I was like, this is over. Or like I, this over the forty is the cutlery, that was yeah. way harder than I thought it would be. It, I reckon the a cutlery sort is a twenty second minimum yeah. job. Yeah, uh, for one of those like racks. So we have like the standard six compartments for cutlery, but yeah. we do what almost ninety nine point nine nine percent of the population does, which is we just throw like knives in. Whatever. It's just no one actually There's no order. It. There's no order in it. You just put them in. Are there psychopaths that uh, put all the forks in the one pre-wash? Well, see, even even today you thought that it was always random. I do technically have a system. My system is just fucked up. Like it I, I look still like have to a system. Yeah, it doesn't look like there's a system, but if you actually look at it, they're all kind of clumped in around each other. It's not all completely. This is the but everything in your life yeah. has a system. You go through but Meg's clothes oh. drawers and you're like, Meg, where's your underwear drawer? I'm so confused. There's there's fitness gear in here. There's yeah. like active wear yeah. in the same drawer that yeah. Meg will keep her underwear in. And I'm just like. Two drawers, easy access. Bang, bang. I know what I want. Take it out. Got the undies that I know I like in there. Done. Yeah, but then I like go to help you to put away your washing and I have no idea where anything goes. And you're like pretty much anything. If it, if it's like a top, just hang it up. Yeah. But then I'll go and hang something up. And you're like, no, not that. And I'm like, why? <laughs> Except that one. And I'm like, why? You're we like, separate that one. Yeah, she goes, that one does. She goes, that's a draw one. And I'm like. <laughs> we need to segregate it from the rest. <laughs> there is no logic or reasoning as to why these decisions are made. She's just made it up in her head I that know. that one does not get hung up. I know. It's so weird. I don't know why. Because like I, th- this is another thing. I've like spoken to people about this to be like, why am I like this? And they're like, well, apparently – some OCD things is 
people just choose really random things to be particular right. in no apparent order, but there is technically an order to it. It's just a weird one. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I would like to challenge our listeners. If you think you can beat Meg, please send us your videos. All you need to do is get a friend or a sibling or someone in the family. And it has to be what you really honestly believe is a full load. Yes. Like you have to be honest with yourself going, all right, is this like what I consider a standard load of our dishwasher? I don't know. All dishwashers, it comes in different shapes and sizes, but let's do it across the board. We all know what a relatively stacked dishwasher looks like. Yeah. It's, you know, there can be a few spaces available for plates, Mm. but there has to be like a combination of, you know, glassware, mugs, plates, few bowls and cutlery and any other random utensils that might come into play. And obviously this is why it may not be a fair system because mm. I obviously everyone has to do it on their own home ground because some people's kitchens are laid out differently. Yes. And you are fortunate in the fact that everything's close. Everything's close. But I did make everything close by for that reason though. Like it is actually, an, it is a massive like, kitchen. If I'm ever on a podcast and get challenged <laughs> to unpack a dishwasher, I want the bowls to be real close. I've been planning this yeah. for three years. <laughs> Send us your videos and let us know if you think you can beat anything sub one minute. I'm super impressed with. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, I'm, look, sorry I'm, about the confetti again. That really fucked up our kitchen. That <laughs> scared the shit out of me. Also just completely unrelated but if you do work for a confetti company can you fix what is the, the dye in the confetti it got wet in the dishwasher and i still have red dye and different color dye all over my hands despite vigorously scrubbing it. i've been using the term vigorous too much yeah, lately vigorous is uh, too much of a vigorous word isn't it yeah. it's just oof. i was passionately scrubbing no, no why is it all sexual that's, Why do you sound sexual? That's not sexual. No, but it sounds sexual. The you way that you say it. You can be passionate about things that aren't sex, you yeah, horny weirdo. The way that you say it is sexual. It's weird. Passionately scrubbing. No, because you didn't say it like that. You went passionately scrubbing. That if is- I accidentally turn you on, that is not on me. No, that's it. <laughs> Reese is like, should I leave? <laughs> He's like, I don't know if they're going to fuck or fight. <laughs> Maybe I'm turned on. <laughs> Reese in the corner gone. No, keep going. <laughs> Reese is our producer slash cuck in the corner. <laughs> he just say say another word. Say say something like uh I don't know what's S- mm, scrum diddlyumptious. See, but that could mean I mm, I think that food's delicious. Say delicious. Uh, the milk was delicious. All right. Well. <laughs> I don't think you're capable. <laughs> Sucking that milk out was yum no. yum. <laughs> I meant of the bottle, weirdo. Uh, oh, of course. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, no, anyway. Uh, oh, so let, I want to know actually if people are surprised by the result. I reckon the fir- if I had have done it the first time, because Luke <laughs> fucked up and you were supposed to click the time. Your one job was to press the timer. <laughs> Here's how the first take went. Um, I, as the official adjudicator, did not do my role correctly. Three, two, one, go. She's unpacking. Strong start. All the plates are out. Oh, that's an interesting technique. She's stacking on the bench all at once before she goes to the thing. Oh, I haven't pressed start on my stopwatch. So. What do you mean? 
that's right. We can. <laughs> All right, false start. <laughs> I, I did have one job and it was hit beep on the timer. And I was so into you doing it. I know. Um, well, I felt I was so really excited st- to wa- watch the sound. That, you know, that's sounds <laughs> actually. So last okay. week, yeah. I think we're talking about erections. This podcast is unnecessarily haunting. Mm-hmm. No, it was your silk sleep shorts. We were oh, talking yeah. about your so so la- so last week on the pod we were talking about how you sleep in these silk sleep shorts and it's a very particular way of sleeping because your neats can't be too hot but yeah they can't be up against the sheets you don't want a sweaty sack yeah don't want a sweaty sack but they can't be up against the sheets because that's vigorous no it's <laughs> you get a I I think the exact words were a throbbing erection no that is violent and vigorous. I think- Cock against sheets, at least maybe I'm weird. I think it's unnecessarily and unintentionally arousing. <laughs> I think it's, it doesn't, I don't need to feel that way when I'm just trying to get my rest. Right. I don't need to have a boner yeah. while I'm trying to sleep. But it's not like I go to bed with one, but I just notice mm. statistically. <laughs> Why are we using statistics on this? Because I just think I'm, this is a memory stat. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's no one, I wasn't getting someone to log this, but yeah. I reckon more times than not, if I have slept naked or something like that, I will have woken up just with a little bit of friction on the sheets, feeling more excited than as I would have, say, if I wore boxes. <laughs> and it's, as I said last week, yeah. it's not mentally, I'm not like turned on. My body is just like, oh, we must be, um, we must be getting action. It's and I'm like, no, 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 time. just Sleepy that's sleep. just linen. Yeah, relax. <laughs> no, calm down, everybody. Calm down, calm down, boy. Yeah, and now when I go into like a linen store, like a dares, I just permanently bricked up because <laughs> my I think unconscious just, body. I think you're just attracted to the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what you're saying. That's true. All right, it's uh, it's come clean. Yeah, um, unlike the but sheets. We is, did ask other people what oh, their oh. thoughts. Did we? Did we ask? <laughs> Essentially, I put it out, what is normal sleep attire? Let's yeah. get to the bottom of it. People answered on Instagram mm. and a uh, few people, well, what I gauge from this is no one can agree. Yeah. Some people, a lot of people obviously saying uh, nothing, like naked, um, PJs all the way. And it really differs like gender wise as that's well. That's what I mean. I feel like gender, g- gender, it definitely would change. A lot of men... So this guy, Hugh is very strong opinion on both genders. Mm-hmm. Hugh's speaking for, um, obviously I'm not going to assume Hugh's gender, but I, I, from his profile picture, he looks male. Okay. So I just did, actually, I just did assume. You, you did assume. His gender immediately after uh, I said I would. Yeah, that was a definition. <laughs> right. Boxes for men and a top and undies for women. That's what Hugh thinks. Uh, Bridget said, nil nude, nakey. Okay. Um, the nakey. This one, they must live in a cold place. Two thermals, a knitted jumper, <gasps> fluffy jumper, and fluffy pants and socks. They are living Buy out. Buy a heater. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. What? Oh, my God. They must live in, like, Alaska. Penny said baggy shirt and trackies. This is oh, my argument okay. against yeah. trackies and anything, like, really that's not just anything over underwear. Yeah. I get so hot and I don't know how other people just don't sweat and wake up in a pool if they're – if I slept in trackies and a doona, mm. too much. 
No, no, no. Even in winter. Well, so different beds though because when I go away, often the beds that we stay in have a thin doona and if it's super cold, it needs to be cold because Luke can't sleep if it gets too hot. So we don't have a heater on. It's just freezing in the room. Buying separate doonas was the best thing we've ever done in our relationship. If you are a couple out there and you're sleeping with one doona and you guys have two different heat preferences – Get separate dunas. It'll change your life. It's even just better anyway. Like we both have our own like duna where it's just, and we have a, like a king bed, which is a quite a large bed. Yeah. But, you know, this is, by the way, quite recent. Throughout lockdown, throughout the first few years of our relationship, we were double bedding it oh, together. Yeah. You don't achieve I don't know it. how we did it, honestly. Yeah. I think we like each other's company. And then we we needed the king bed to get away from each other. Yeah. We- <laughs> but here's the breakthrough that I wanted to discuss. I obviously sleep in what are they? What's the material called? Satin. 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 I don't think it is satin. No, it's satin. It's not silk because silk actually costs like so much money. Oh, so it's like fake yeah. silk. Well, yeah, we got it from Kmart. It's like okay. yeah, it's like the fake silk. Right. Well, I think it's fancy. So it is. Yeah, it's nice. It's fine. It has a picture of a boxing monkey on it. It's not that fancy. It's pretty fancy. He's smoking a cigar, so yeah. It's cool. I was telling my mates at the pub about this. We were talking about this at the pub about a month ago because my mates are getting old. Mm. Like this is the kind of chat. I love that you said my mates are getting old, not me and my mates are getting old. Oh, yeah. We all went You're to like, high school ah, together. They're old. But me, I'm a young guy, so. Yeah, but I feel like <laughs> mentally younger than them because I don't say shit like <laughs> – I don't, I don't go to the pub and say shit like, have you guys uh, got a loafer for your asshole yet? <laughs> Which what? was a direct what? quote. And then they were like, yeah, no, because I chafe pretty badly. So my doctor told me to get a separate loafer to wash my ass. <laughs> What's a loafer? <laughs> like those, the sponge, you know, like what we have in the shower, like the red thing we have in the shower, shower like the shower loafer. A loafer? They're called like, you know, like the thing we have in our shower, the red and orange. Oh, scrubby thing. scrub. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> scrubby scrub. He got a separate scrubby scrub for his asshole. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, because of the chafing. Wait, That's, what was it called? Dofa. It's called a loafer. Loafer. Am I right on that? Loafer. Can you Google that, Reese? <laughs> I'm. Why do you make me doubt shit no, that I, I know, know is correct? I think the official terminology for it is the scrubby scrub. I would say it's, I don't actually know how it's spelled. Like L O F A. I don't know. Oh, like Lofa, not Lofa. Lofa. Yeah, now you sound like Hermione hey, Granger. Yeah. It's, it's Lofa, not, not Lofa. <laughs> anyway, I feel younger than them because right. I don't bring up to the group while we're all having beers. Uh, is anyone suffering with chafing recently? Uh, which <laughs> Yes. Wait, so we needed a separate scrub. Wait, why? That wasn't even really part of the story. I'm just saying that's why they are old to me. They just have old man chats. They talk about their chafing now. Like we used to talk about like where we went on the weekend and now they go like, man, my thighs have a rash. And I'm not there yet. I'm I'm still a young, cool hip guy. like nappy rash for adults. That's that's crazy. I've got high school mates that are probably regularly putting on putting baby powder between their ass cheeks to get through the day. <laughs> it's just a bunch of grown men out there powdering their assholes up, getting ready for the day. 
<laughs> with our own separate scrubby scrub for the arsehole. I feel like I'm going to get Wait, un- it- uninvited to the pub now that I've shared. That's like putting sandpaper. Wait, oh, that does not make any sense though. If you've got chafing, you've got a you know, sore bum, putting another thing that scrubs it, don't you? wouldn't you think that that's irritating? I, man, I don't know. Apparently that's what their doctor recommended. I, I got like anti-chafe underwear that I wear. That's Fuck always off. good. I'm telling you, that's man, the future. All my friends are old, <laughs> including Reese. Anti chafe. Does every old when I say old guy, you guys are old. Yeah, you don't have to deal with <laughs> when you go what? just like Jumanji levels of ass crack hair. Because <laughs> <laughs> I shave it. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you fucking shave it? Because I'm scared of nicking my hole. I've tried. Like, because we got used to. Get, I'm not saying the name because we're not sponsored by them. Nah. But. Um, there was a certain brand of shaver that <laughs> uh, we used to commonly sponsor podcasts that I used to have, and We'd I've love obviously to have them back on. obviously uh. in my own time I've definitely given it a crack, and I've I've gotten close and no. I've gotten far. I've uh, you know I've had successful experiences with it, and I've had unsuccessful experiences with doing it. it wrong. You know why I know this? Because I was doing it wrong and it wasn't until I got taught by a girl on TikTok how to do it properly that I actually figured it out, all right? Way to do it. Get your leg up on a surface, spread that cheek to the side, right? Then with the other hand, you hold the other cheek, right? Kind of, you're getting down, right? This feels and like then a you game take of the razor. You take in the, the shower. <laughs> <laughs> then you take the razor, right? Stick it like... Kind of towards the, the, the bum hole, right? And rather than going up or the other way, you go to the side. You go like outwards. Okay. You shave up How like that. How were you doing it? Well, I was going up like like kind of oh. like that. No, on the sides. Obviously, I was With spreading it. No, like spreading it. Not going over the top of the bum hole. I was going to say, that's self-harm. That's no. emo, dude. No, no, no. Oh, no. my God. You listen to my cam where you're fucking shaving your ass off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I did actually a few days ago do that. That's really funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So you just yeah spread and the other way, not up. How do my videos get taken down from TikTok and girls are going, hey, girls, is that a shave your butthole? Oh, yeah, because theirs is educational. I'm just on stage going, hmm, butthole. They're not showing it, obviously. TikTok oh, yeah. doesn't like just have a hole on the screen. You're like, how is that not getting taken down? You know? Um. What was I originally saying? Oh, yeah. That's why my mates are old. But, yes, a lot of – Because they got ass chafing. (laughs) I need to ask you more about what is anti-chafe? But then a baby would be – What is anti-chafe underwear? I don't know. It's just like – Is it just a different material? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Ah, okay. If your definition of getting old is bum chafing, then wouldn't babies be old because they get bum chafing? It's something that happens early and later in life. It's like a – it's it's a thing, you know. There's yeah. this there's this sweet spot in your early twenties, yeah, right, where you can run, and no one's putting baby powder on your butthole. <laughs> Wait, so I I used to do running, and I know guys in running that used to do this. But put the baby like powder they were on like there. marathon runners, and like oh, they yeah. would put Mar- obviously like they would like put baby powders up on their inner thighs. Yeah, that and, no, that makes sense. Even there down the crack. Yeah, yeah, no, I I that makes sense though. To me. I feel like this is more common. Than people think. To guys. Well, I, I didn't know really guys were bloody anti-chafing it up and powdering their bums before Neither did I. going Bef- to work. Neither did I. This is wild. But, you know, I've got friends that. Should I start baby powdering your bum before you leave? What? No, I'm good. I, I don't need it. I'm never like. 
And he doesn't shave his asshole. Okay. <laughs> no, I've tried and <laughs> failed and bled and I don't want to talk about it. I, it's traumatic. Yeah. You're, you're traumatised by this. He's going to come into like the shower and there's like, blood all over the walls. <laughs> ah, shit. He's been trying to. He's going to look like American Psycho. I'm just going to be in there like, I did it again. Man, I, I accidentally shaved my butthole again. <laughs> Help me. And I'm like, ah, oh, get the baby powder. <laughs> Shit. But the reason for my discussion was that, yes, our conversations at the pub are leaning towards perhaps less youthful conversations than what me and my mates were once upon a time having. Often they'd be talking about maybe like a girl that they met on the weekend or blah, blah, blah. But all of us from relationships, we kind of just like some of them have dogs. Yeah. A lot of them have bought houses and, you know, they're, they're full-time jobs. They're about to start families About to start well. families. You like, are far behind the pack. W- like getting – some of them are married already. Yep. Some of them are – most of them are engaged. Yeah. Right? That's the kind of where my friendship – I'm 27, so that's where my friends are at. We were discussing what we wear to bed and I was like talking about the game-changing satin boxes. Yeah. And – all my mates were kind of doing the same thing, having a giggle, going, that's silly, you're a child. What do they like, do? I was like, I don't care. They, they were just like kind of doing undies. Um, and then then there was a lot of concerning stuff about the amount that they were changing their underwear, which I found out, which was not enough. Um, oh, you t- I you did tell me about this. Yeah. That's not enough. This is mind-boggling to me because I change my underwear at least like twice a day. I think a lot of girls minimum. do that. Twice a day. I've heard that this is common. Yeah. Where did I hear that? Probably from me. Hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) I am also hoping that it was from me. Uh, Concerning. No, I think I've heard, um, I was hearing girls were talking about packing for holidays. Oh, yeah. Was it Lily's story? Yes, it might have been Instagram. Instagram. I've seen girls on Instagram talk about packing for holidays and then that they like, it's just like if you don't take minimum two to three pairs of undies per day on a holiday, that's not enough. And I was watching that going, what? Yeah. I, she went away for three days we do and one she a day, packed guys. 12 underwear. That's crazy. <laughs> but that's what I do. Right. I do the same. So how, how often have these guys been changing their underwear for? I keep getting off track, but not Sorry. enough. What do you mean not enough? What's not enough? He was doing it just on his showers. But so, say but, if, so but you shower every day. No, so. right. But say if one day he had a shower at night, then was running late to work, didn't get time to shower in the morning. He would roll that pair of underwear that he slept in through the day. And then say if he didn't even have showered that night and then showered the next morning, he would just roll the same pair of underwear for roughly 36 to 48 hours until his next shower. And then every shower he was changing. But he wasn't like, say, you know, depending on his schedule, showered at different times. Well, coming from someone who, yeah, frequently. I can't do that. No. That gives me anxiety thinking about that. But long story short. Yeah, sorry, taking us ten minutes to get here. Track, yeah. That's Back also on. my fault. What was the track again? I've convinced three of my mates yeah. to convert to satin boxes, and they reported back. Yeah. We went to the pub on the weekend. They, it's like I'll never go back. It's a game changer, and they were like, "I can't believe I mocked you." And they were like, "I've been trying boxes, and some have gone for cotton, some have gone for satin. It doesn't matter what material you use. If you aren't, no, it does though. Satin is the best because cotton I, is I've hot. I've tried cotton too. Yeah, and it's, it's a hot. little hotter. It's hot, yeah. Um, but if you like a warmer sleep, then you might like that better. But ultimately, satin. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've been known to wear them myself. I've stolen a pair of yours before just to see how it felt. You did beautiful. 
Oh. You've seen me do it. When? It was a while ago, but right. there's been times because I just wanted to see how it felt on the other side. I was like, what is the appeal here? Yeah. Right. And then, oh, no, I tried them it's on. Nice. You slide into bed. It's almost slippery. It's then, like wearing a banana from Mario Kart on your balls. Yeah. And then I went literally the next day, I was like, I have to get this myself. Yeah. Because you and got so the same I got, material and then but I, in the girl pajamas. Yeah. In the girl pajamas. So you can go to Kmart and get the exact same thing just in girl pajamas. Mm. Like, you know, it's got like the, the shirt and the little shorts and stuff. And it's, Phenomenal. It'll change your life. I'm telling you, try it. If you're listening to this and you maybe you sleep in underwear or even naked or whatever, try it may it. not defeat people who prefer sleeping naked, but I can guarantee people who sleep in their regular underwear, like bonds or whatever underwear you wear, it will be more breathable and you'll have a better sleep with that for sure. Absolutely. Hands down. Um, moving on. Moving on. I opened um, for Steve-O oh, yeah. in uh, Terelgan, Geelong, and Frankston. And I was. of the three, which one do you think would be the worst on paper? I actually think Terrell. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> but most people would say Frankston. Yeah, right? yeah, most people would say Frankston. Frankston was unreal. I had a really good? fun time. Oh, good. Great set. Because what happened was Friday, I was firstly in Terrellgan. And uh, so Steve-O, by the way, is from Jackass, if you don't know the movies where like they do stunts, like Johnny Knoxville and all that. Yeah. Sure, you would have heard of it. Very popular. And he does like live shows where he does like, um, you know, he shows some stunts and stuff that he's done, does stand up. It's like a multimedia slash stand up show. Yeah. Right. Had a lot of fun and was super grateful that I got the opportunity um, to open for him because I, I organized it a few months back. Then it was kind of up in the air and I just didn't really follow up about it. And then it was in the UK and I was like, oh, I wonder if I'm still doing that. And then literally it wasn't until like two days before that I like was like messaged the person like, hey, is this still happening? Like, am I supposed to be in Terrelgan like two days, like in two days time? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. And I Good got there. Know. Yeah. I literally even got there in Terrelgan. They're like, are you the opener guy? And I was like, yeah. And then someone from his team was like, I've heard about you. And I was like, good. That's like, <laughs> yeah. That's always good to know yeah, uh, like, the, the opening act. Yeah. Who's opening for an entire theater um, of people. <laughs> so he was a lovely dude. And um, I was obviously like a childhood, you know, hero of mine. I grew up watching like, uh, Jackass and I, I even watched the TV show like the one they did on MTV even like the old like he wasn't in that but like the, what was it called the band one C- CKY CKY those videos like the skateboarding like fisheye lens shots yeah. just pull, pushing each other into bushes on trolleys CKY and the Jackass movies were my childhood it was like a really challenging gig not to bore I guess a not to bore people who don't really care about comedy that much but I, I am a comedian so I don't know why you're listening <laughs> Um, it was a hard gig because like his audience is not stand-up fans. Yeah. They're Steve-O slash Jackass fans who were kind of just there like to see crazy shit. And then I come out and just start talking and they're genuinely baffled by it. And they're also like 40. You just start talking. You don't even say jokes. They're like, wow, he can speak. Yeah. Oh my god. That was, <laughs> and I think some of them got mad because they're like jealous. They're like, "What? He strung together a full sentence without screaming or grunting? That's fucked." Because <laughs> that's all I got into real good. I it was rough, man. Like the second show, I just teed off at this couple. I think they got booted out before Steve even came on because they just couldn't stop screaming. Um, people in regional towns just do not know how to act in a theater environment. No, that's the thing. You you did a very big show, and so obviously there's 
the more people that are in one show, the more confident they are because there's a lot of people usually. And then they shouldn't the more be. Chance, this guy was like, there's uh, just more chance I'm for them to insult his appearance. No. But he shouldn't have been confident. <laughs> he had fucking no right to be. He had a goatee. He was, look, I, I don't want to shame, you know, males who bald young, but he was. <laughs> Wait, he's rocking a goatee and he's bald? Bald, goatee, like. <laughs> He's a Mick fuckhead. <laughs> he was a big boy, right? Yeah. And he was screaming at me. And then like, what is great about non-comedy audiences, I will say this, it's a little hard and frustrating to perform to, but God, they have your back, the ones who at least have respect for you. Absolutely. They will not laugh, but one guy just stood up and went, Oi! Let him fucking speak. <laughs> and then I was like, thanks, brother. And he goes, you're welcome. And then sat down <laughs> and then continued to hate it. That is like the most aggressive way of helping someone out. Like, it's I don't know if you're going to king hit me so or congratulate me. Like, what the fuck? I was terrified <laughs> of the guy who was had my back. <laughs> um, That's so funny. I had an okay set one of the shows. Yeah, one of them was actually quite rough. And then I felt a little bad because... I was like, oh, I was that good. Like maybe I fucked it. Like, and I, you know, I don't want to ruin his show for him. Yeah. And because I'm not – but that's why I accepted the gigs because I was like, I just want to do something completely out of my comfort zone. Performs like 90% dudes. The whole front row has beards. They're wearing Slayer T-shirts. It's like not my crowd yeah. at all. And not even like a regular comedy club crowd. It's like a crowd that literally I've never seen populate a theater before. Yeah. It's like they're there because they've watched someone probably uh, so many times like, that they can't count do really insanely dumb shit, yeah, and then go yeah. They have like a that's their brain. You Jackass know? fans and Parkway Drive fans have like a hectic crossover in the middle of yeah, like the Venn diagram. Like they yeah. were kind of like metal the Venn dudes. diagram of life. <laughs> and then Geelong, I kind of figured it out a little bit. I was like, okay, I think I get how to appease them more. And then I had an okay set. Yeah. And then Frankston, I finally figured it out. On the, just grunt. On the last night. Yes, you go up there and you communicate through, um, you throw rocks and sticks and they, yeah. they go, oh, yeah! that's what you I do. Throw a rock! Uh, <laughs> no, I just like went on and was like, what's the craziest shit you guys have done trying to recreate a jackass stunt? Oh. And I've never seen a more engaged male audience before. Dude, that is so good. You know why though? This guy's like, oh, me. (laughs) And I was like, what have you done? He's like, once I drank four liters of milk, then ran into a fence. (laughs) 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 And I watched an entire crowd go, that's fucking sick. (laughs) I wish I had done that. But like, seriously, we all went through, when we were kids, especially when they first came out, we all went through that phase of obviously not doing the like the most hectic stuff. I got the vibe this guy did that like last week. (laughs) But now after the last Jackass movie, all of those boys are men and they're like, I have money and I have a fence and I have milk and I'm going to combine the two, buy some milk and run into a fence. But what they don't realise is they've also got bad knees and a back problem and they're just (laughs) still trying to do hectic shit. And then one of the shows, like the second Frankenstein show, it was like I I got on at 10pm. Like on a, it's it's like a hard gig doing. 10pm, like it started at 10. Yeah. I started like 10.05, I think my set. And then. So the crowd's already kind of like drunk. Yeah. And then I uh, was like, what's the craziest thing you guys have ever done? Like trying to recreate a stunt. And all of the answers were fire related. 
Okay, hold on. Okay, go. Like what? a third of the crowd had set themselves on fire save, before. Save intentionally. the best. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. There's no way. What? And then one guy was like, oh, once I wanked over my sister. And I was like, that's a way different vibe, brother. <laughs> that is a different stunt. <laughs> that is rolling the dice in the wrong way, mate. <laughs> I was like, dude, you should have personally keep that to yourself. <laughs> that, but that's that but, crowd. But yet somehow more hectic than like some guy was like, yeah, once like, oh no, it was, it was a woman. She was like, I once drove a motorbike through a ring of fire in my backyard. And it was a woman? Yeah. Fuck, I think we she was are like, there. Yeah. Everyone always goes, oh no, nah, the woman can't do the hard stunts. Yes, we can. Yeah. You know, we can, we can do the stunt and fuck it up. Just as hard as any man can. She outstunted every other fuckwit in Frankston that night, and I'm very. <laughs> Did she actually proud of do that? Well, well you I, don't know, but you're like. Um, I, I saw can her. Imagine I was, it. I believed her. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, there any? She the looked like she'd willingly set herself on fire before. I don't know. I don't know. That's a no. weird way to describe someone's appearance. But have you ever seen someone and been like, "You've definitely lit yourself on fire." Yeah, that's dude, what she looked like. That's everyone in Rockhampton. <laughs> It's like most people in regional Australia look like they've... Wait, who else set themselves on fire? Or were they like, yeah, I've done that too? One guy was like, uh... Oh. So the first guy I was like, yeah, one time I set myself on fire. And I was like, why? And he looked at me like I was an idiot. He goes, I was camping. And I was like, what, what does that uh -huh. mean? And he's like, well, that's why. I'm like, oh, sorry. He goes, have you ever been camping before? And I was like, man, I guess not. <laughs> like, I thought I had. I'd been on family holidays camping, but I guess that meant... <laughs> properly camping because at not one point that I put a you, match to my face. You call your dad and you're like, dad, why haven't we been camping properly? And he's like, what do you mean, mate? We did go camping properly. And you're like, but I've never been set on fire. Yeah. So you've been doing something wrong. And at one I'm point, not. did you throw a Molotov cocktail at me around <laughs> while we were cooking marshmallows? <laughs> <laughs> I have always wanted to be set on fire, though. That no, don't, no. Just take it back. No, so stop saying because then next week. No, not like that. Instead of unpacking dishwasher, we're like today we're setting Meg on fire. <laughs> no, not like actually set on fire. I'd like no, actually, I don't. You know, like the stunt people, how they wear the suit and then they like get them all like, or like they put like the like hand in gel stuff mm. and all of that. I do want to do that one time. That looks fucking awesome. The potential of third degree burns does not interest me. Fire. I think I have caveman brain. <laughs> I've almost been set on fire camping. But not intentionally. You've almost. Well, yeah, not, yeah. One of my, I was standing, me and a couple of mates standing at a campfire. One of my mates chucked an aerosol can in and didn't say anything. There was some. Wait, no. Yeah. Why? Just because they were like. Uh, yeah, they were drunk and I don't know, bored. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I performed in front of like 750 versions of your mate. Yeah. <laughs> one guy. That's so funny. I was like, yeah, I've, I've been in fire. And I was like, what do you mean being in fire? Like spent time there. And he's like, oh, I fell in and I just. I just, I just sat I thought there. that he was literally like, I just like waited for a bit to see. And I was like. Waited a bit before he got out of the fire? Yeah, for a crowd that had like a thousand brain cells between them. A lot of curiosity with fire going on. You know what they reminded me of? You know, like that scene in like Ice Age 2 where all the sloths are like, fire. That's. That was Frankston 10 p.m. opening for Steve. Genuinely <laughs> uh, such a really cool experience and yeah. I'm super grateful and he's a lovely guy. Had a lot of time for me like when we we're backstage and just chatting about, you know, all sorts of stuff. And yeah. it was cool. And, and it's just like, I don't know, I obviously met a lot of people in the, in the industry, but he was like didn't come off as like Hollywood or like, yeah, I don't know. 
I think arrogant, that's, but that's one whatever. of the appeals like to about him. Yeah, is that he never seems like that. He does crazy stunts and he uses the like you know he uses the money to do crazy shit. But mm. him as a person, especially on cameras, yeah, it's never been like I'm better than you or I'm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't think so he's, he's very a, down to earth. His audience even realize. I got the vibe that his audience didn't even realize how he- hectic. Sorry, they think he's like this hectic dude, but then it's like off camera and off stage. But you can even tell, like, if you listen to his podcast, you'd know this already. Yeah. He's, like, sober and has Vegeta- been for ages. Vegetarian. I think he's vegetarian. He's about to start a wildlife rescue. Yeah, him and his wife want to open up this animal sanctuary. And, yeah. like, he's just, like, super mellow, dude. And he rides his bike everywhere. He rode <laughs> from Caram Downs to Frankston before the show, yeah. which people would know is, like, a 20-minute drive. It's, like, a 40-minute ride. Yeah. And he just has this little bike that he takes everywhere. And he's, like, the guy – you know when you said, like, a – unit in the city with like speakers on the back of their bike just fanging it through boom, boom, it was probably boom, steve-o boom. <laughs> <laughs> he just rolls into the backstage with the music blaring and he has heaps of water in the back of like in the little pouch behind the chair and yeah. he just like cranks water cranks tunes and just rides and he's like i do it everywhere man it's sick <laughs> you do a really good steve-o yeah. voice yeah, that yeah, is dude. perfect <laughs> <laughs> but no, he was on TikTok. Lovely. There was like a video of him like skating around Bundaberg at night, like after his show. <laughs> I think I saw that. Someone's yeah. like, "Who? Why is Steve-O just doing kickflips in Bundaberg in at my 11 street?" PM? <laughs> but no, it was uh, cool, and it was just good because you don't really get opportunities, unfortunately, in Australia to like do stuff like that. No. Like when you when we went overseas, like everyone I spoke to, all these other comedians had these stories, like. You know, Adam, whose podcast it was like, yeah, I opened for Bill Burr at his special taping in London. Yeah. And like Brennan was like, yeah, I opened. He's like, hey, oh, yeah, I've opened. everyone. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm opening for Steve. He's like, oh, yeah, I've opened for him. And I was like, he's like, and then he's like, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm doing an arena next week. And blah, blah, blah. This is just like opportunity. Oh, yeah. But here, it's like once a year you get to do something cool like that. And even if it is in like Terrellgan or Geelong or Frankston, it's yeah. the. It's either do what I do and you make that opportunity yourself to play a theatre, which I'm very grateful for, mm-hmm. or you have to like wait until like someone big comes and is willing to have to take a chance on you, yeah. which is also unlikely. So it's just cool to even perform in theatres um, and get that extra practice in before the tour. Yeah, hells yeah. It was awesome. I feel like uh, you, it's good to kind of work an Australian crowded again as well with the crowd work because it was quite different too. I was going to say, that's when you know <laughs> the joke's good. Yeah. It's like when like the dudes go, you know, they do this and they're folded arms <laughs> and they're just like, come on, make me laugh, brother. <laughs> and you, you get them and you see, like you say something funny and they go, oh, my God. And they, li- they, they look at their mate like, okay, my, fr- my friend found it funny too. Maybe I should consider laughing at the next one. <laughs> you know? And then by the end, they're like arms are completely by the side and they're, they – realize that they're having a good time and you see it in some of them some of them go <laughs> oh wait that's gay yeah, like they just <laughs> I, <about> to say that. <laughs> I can't do that they no. laugh okay. and find like joy in their heart briefly and then they go nope never again push it down oh man like <laughs> no more feelings no straight down yeah and then i'll cheer when steve-o staples his ball sack to his inner thigh <laughs> all right time to wrap it up thank you so much for tuning in again guys uh hope you enjoyed this episode remember we are winding down for the week thanks thimmer down am i supposed to press one of the music things yeah we play the outro music why not boom boom wind down this weekend guys relax that's it hope hope we got you ready for the weekend yeah 
and try the boxes. I'm try telling the boxes. you. Come on, guys. And for girls, try the satin pajamas. Just try it. You can get them from Kmart. They're usually on special. About $15. Get them. I'd love to hear your thoughts on... Um, it's so creepy. Like, tell us what you're sleeping in. Um, and also, uh, if anyone thinks they can beat Meg uh, sub 58, please they film can't, it. They but yeah. I even just film your attempt. I want to see if you are a speed unpacker yep. or if this is like an achievable thing. You can send it to our uh, Gmail account, which is lukeandmegpod at gmail.com. Gmail. We are using the free email service. We are. Not bought one uh, because we still do not have a sponsor because... We have not yet tried to get one. Which, apparently, in order to get a sponsor, you have to... Send an email. Yes. But you... Yeah. Who would have thought? Um, Got a lot on. Got a lot of... Um, doom, 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 doom. Oh, we've got the outro music playing. Anyway... Uh, Sorry, I was just trying to think of something I had to do this week and I yeah. couldn't think of anything. Knitting! All right. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Males, remember to powder your bum holes. That's enough. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>